A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, you atrocious little power stations. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to Ask the Clever Grown Ups. It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we say... Hello, you atrocious little power stations. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to Ask the Clever Grown Ups. It's the show where kids ask us the questions they want answered. And we say... Hello, you atrocious little power stations. I'm Andy. And I'm Carrie. And you're listening to... No, hang on, Andy. Let's not get into all that again. Roll the tape, whatever that means. Hello. We're in the studio now, ready to take your questions. Yeah. Um, Because we need someone to ask us your questions, because you're... Well, you're there and we're here. Right. We have got our great friend, Funmeister. Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Hi Andy. Hi Carrie. Oh. Oh wow. Hello. Yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really happy at the minute. Yeah, really good. You oh great. You well, sound any well particular up for it. any particular reason? Yep, yeah, I've got a new job. Oh, well oh, done, brilliant. question mark. Well, Thank well, you. that's because you've been looking for a while, haven't you? I have, yeah. And I wanted I wanted to do something that was more fun than this. Okay. Oh. Right. What what, do, what, do, what 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 what's more fun than this though? There's nothing that's more There's nothing. fun than this. Surely. Question mark. I'm a grave digger. That's more fun than a lot more this fun. show. Yeah. Is it? Oh. Yeah, much more fun. Burying dead bodies is more fun than talking to children and educating them about knowledge things. About three times more fun, so yeah. Spending spending all your day <sighs> digging holes is more fun than hanging out okay. with... Okay. Yeah. Well, well uh, I've, I've got 20 minutes or so. All right. I've got to get some holes dug. Okay. So, shall we crack on? Well, I don't really... Well, it wasn't quite yeah, the um, upbeat start I was looking for. Before sure. we start as well, we should, we should actually say that... Uh, Here's this will be fun. We have got an old friend in the studio who really who really does love being here. It's our it's our young friend, uh, young Anthony, Anthony Plum. Plum. Hello, hello, hello. How how are you? How are you doing, Anthony? Um, you ever dug any graves? No, oh, he's no, he's, he's a, gone a bit quiet. Well, maybe Anthony a little, little bit shy. Bit shy. Maybe Anthony will have some questions for us later. But you maybe. know, maybe. But no, let's no. strike while the good mood question mark is. Hot. Go for glory. Question one. Uh, this one's from Magnus. He's nine. He says, 
Why do speakers make music loud? Ah, that's a good question. Why do speakers make music loud? The speakers don't make music loud. They make words loud come out of their mouth because I'm a speaker and yeah. I'm speaking now. And if you weren't speaking now, those words would be really quiet. They'd be really quiet. They'd be a bit more like this. Which could, you might just think, be Anthony Plum being shy. Or it could be it could be one of us being shy, yeah. but it's not. It's just because we weren't, right then, being speakers. Right, because when you're a speaker, what happens is, if you want to say any words, as you know, right, you have to press the little button at the side of your ear. Yeah. Uh, and then that turns the speaker on before you say anything. And then... You say the words, and if you put, I found a little game like everyone's got the button by the side of there, just behind it, yeah. Yep, totally. Right? Yep. And if you press it on and off really fast, you out uh, what you cut or what you you on oh, not yeah. And I find sometimes I'll get up in the morning, uh-huh. forget to switch it on, yep. and then by lunchtime I'm in a, I'm in a really bad mood because everyone's ignoring me, and it just turns out I haven't turned my speaker on. And sometimes, right, I forget to turn my speaker on, or I turn it off at the wrong time because I was trying to warn this woman about a crocodile the other day, right? Because oh, I was walking down Oxford yep. Street. There's a flipping crocodile, yeah. Name was Gary, I believe, and uh, not the woman. That'd be crazy. The crocodile. And uh, I thought, oh no, Gary, the crocodile's out for that woman, and she hasn't noticed, right? She's just thinking about like you know, what she's going to have for dinner that evening. And of course you want to shout a warning. Yeah, and I did. And I shout, I wanted to shout out, hey, woman, look out, it's Gary the Crocodile, right? And actually I turned off my speaker accidentally because I scratched behind my ear halfway through it. And I so went, what did you actually shout? Yeah, I just went, hey, woman, look. And she didn't look out for Gary the Crocodile. She looked for me because she thought it was saying, look at me, turns around. And actually you helped Gary the Crocodile out because yeah. she wasn't concentrating well, on where Gary, he was. Gary the Crocodile let later sent me a card of thank you saying thanks for helping me eat that lady eat that lady yeah she's very very Do you know tasty. anyone could who could dig her grave yeah which yeah. yeah which well we might get to that later there's not a lot of remains uh i don't think but um you know gary's quite thorough when he gets a chomp in but um but you know to be quite honest he he did also he said in his card he's rarely rarely found it so easy to catch a victim so i felt bad and that's yeah. just because i turned off my Right, wrong, wrong time. I've done it again. I've just. But you have helped out a friend, and that's also really important. Yeah. So I think the moral of the story is hooray for Gary the crocodile. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Question two. This one's from Minnie. Hello, Minnie. Eight and three quarters. She says, "Can you balance a hoop on your heads?" Does she mean us specifically or one? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh. Can one balance a hoop, a hoop on, on one's, one's head? Can one balance? Well, this sounds like an elocution. Can one can balance, balance a hoop, hoop on one's head? On one's head. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the hoop. What do you think, Harry? I think you're it, quite knowledgeable I in the area it, of hoops. Yes, I think yeah. it depends <laughs> on the hoop. Oh, yeah. And it depends on the head. Oh, yeah. So um, I have I had a, a terrible accident when I was a child and a brick fell on me. So is I've this... got actually quite a flat. The top of my head is quite flat. Yeah, I noticed so, actually because um, we often ba- we often balance our drinks on your that, head at the pub, don't yeah, we? Yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, I've got a cup of tea up there yeah. um, now, and uh, when I finish answering the question, I'll have a sip of tea and pop it back up there. And sometimes when I'm doing my drawings and my technical drawings, I use your head as a desk. Yeah, uh, qu- and quite often, um, friends will pop round if they need to sign something, mm. Um, mm. and they haven't got anything to lean <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, their just... table's a bit wonky. Your exactly, head will be flatter. My head will my head will work. So, so if you were balancing Balancing, say a hula hoop mm. oh, hula on hoop. my on my flattened head, no problem at all. Oh yeah. Um, if 
uh, though you were. I mean, I, do you I, mean a hula hoop crisp? I'm talking. Yeah, I, I was just yeah. about to catch myself there. Mm. Hula hoop crisp because mm. um, mm. they're quite wide um, mm. and stable. They are stable. As hoops go, your hula hoop crisp yeah. is on the stable end. Of the hoop. Yeah, I'd even put that on a wonky table and be quite satisfied I mean, it wasn't going anywhere. Break, yeah, so Wouldn't, easy. Yeah. Now, if, Andy, you've got a more rounded head. I have got a more rounded Andy, head because well, when I was a child, a, um, uh, a, th- a thing fell on my head that left me with a rounded head. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was a hoover. It was a hoover fell on my head yeah, and it actually... And, and, and sucked the centre of your head that's up right. a bit it's, so it's it actually did. more rounded. It sucked the centre of my head up a bit yeah. so it's actually more rounded and it pushed the other bits down a bit with its weight. Yeah. And um, it also just... For the record, right? You know how Harry Potter's got a scar on his head. Yeah, I've got a thing on my head that says Hoover backwards from where it landed where and it branded landed. me. Yeah, yeah. And when they, whenever they make a new Hoover at the Hoover factory, right? I have like a telepathic connection to that. It's like my Voldemort, and I think, oh, the people at Hoover are doing new Hoovers. Ugh. Yeah. So they're my nemesis. But and James Dyson is has been trying to destroy you for many years. Yeah. He? Well, I, that's what yeah. I've been telling my doctor, but. He doesn't believe so, me. So if Andy, say, with his very rounded head, um, were to balance a hula hoop, the um, the toy or game, yeah. on his head, mm. it probably would fall off. Yeah, so the answer is it really depends on the head, it depends on the hoop, and, you know, it depends on the weather. The, the, the answer really is, Minnie, be more specific, please. Absolutely. Sorry about that, Minnie, but it's true. Did you know... If two trees are exactly the same height, then the winner is the one with the most leaves. If it's still a drawer after that, then it goes to biggest nest. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Did you know... Up until the late 18th century, there was an extra chess piece to the ones we know today, Baron Poolegs. Baron Poolegs couldn't move from his starting square, but if you tried to take him, he'd explode. Question three! Yeah, I liked that last one. That was interesting, because uh, we got some bricks down the graveyard. Oh, that's, uh, that's hardly super. suitable for children. It's quite a drab story, I'm afraid, question mark. A big pile of them. No, no, don't, don't need more information. Why do you, why do you need them? I need more information. <laughs> don't what, encourage him, Carrie. I'm sorry. This one is from Angie or Avery or Angry. It's very difficult. Hello, Angry. I think hello, Avery. They're five years old and oh. they ask, why is Jupiter called Jupiter? Great question. Ah, that is a great question. Isn't it, though? 
So there, it's very complicated naming planets. Um, there's a there's a committee mm-hmm. that was founded in the 12th century. Yeah, the PNC, the Planetary Naming Committee. committee. They, exactly. Yeah. Um, and they've been, obviously, since then, coming up with the names for the planets. Remind me who was the head of that committee again. Uh, the head of that committee was uh, the very, very well-known... Mm. Um, Abelard of Highgate. Oh, Abelard of Highgate, one of the bigger monks of the time. One of the, one of the. I mean, he, he, it was huge. He was huge, actually. Um, yeah. Which is why they gave him the job. Yeah. Because he was the, um, well, the he, monk who looked most like a planet, and he was the nearest to the planets because he, he was the tallest. Yeah, and he had a gravitational pull. Yeah, that's um, right. And which drew people to him. Yeah, right, and he had so, a friend called Gravitational Paul as well. Exactly. Which, yeah, uh, Gravitational who, Saint Paul. Right. Who do, who drew lots um, of followers towards him? Yeah. Because obviously it, it was a more religious time. And I heard that Gravitational Saint Paul. Mm actually would sort of walk around Abelard of Highgate in a kind of orbit. Yeah. So it, And it, sometimes moon him. Wow. Yeah. So they were like a whole a whole kind of solar system like unto they themselves were, anyway. Their own Milky Way. They were a shoe in for, for the leaders of the planetary naming committee back I mean, in the twelfth century. Who else who else would you pick? Who, who else? You wouldn't. You, you w- you'd pick the guy, the yeah. big planet looking guy with you, the moon. You wouldn't pick Stinkus the peasant. What did he know? Nothing. Nothing. He was say, just busy stinking yeah, around. You go, oh, stinkers, do you want to be on the planetary naming committee? He'd just go, oh, sorry, I've just done a poo on my own face. He wouldn't know what you're talking exactly. about. He wouldn't gaze up to the heavens. It's like Oscar Wilde said. Some of us are sitting in the gutter doing a poo all over our own face because we're stinkers. And other people like Abelard are gazing at the stars. Exactly. So you made him head of gutters. Yeah. Stinkers, head of Stinkers, gutters. head yeah. of gutters. And you made Abelard, Abelard. the naming... Planning naming career. So why did... Mm. Why, why on earth... Did he go for Jupiter? Yeah. Why on, why on earth did he go for Jupiter? Well, why on earth did he go for Earth? Exactly. was the first why thing. On- I mean, and it, he basically went um, for Earth because it was covered with Earth. So he looked down. He looked down. He, I mean, because you, you, need, you need to have balance in your life. He mm. spent a lot of time looking up. I see. But every now and then he had to look down. Just thought, I better not thought, oh, lose sight. Oh, look at that Earth. Oh, that's a good Oh, that's a good name. But this will be Earth. So if he'd looked down right and someone had dropped some peanuts, he yeah. might have called this planet Peanuts. Peanuts, yeah. It'd and if he'd been, been the first thing he'd seen. Yeah. That'd and be brilliant. Brilliant. We if, could be living on the planet Peanuts. We could be living on the planet. If it wasn't for Abelard. If he'd seen Stinkers first, yeah. we might be living, living on, on the, the planet, planet Poo on Your Face. Poo on Your Face, yeah. Um, and uh, there are this... those who argue that we do. Interesting. But I'm not one of them. Well, good to know. Jupiter obviously came later. Right. Um, and that's because he was looking up at the sky and he suddenly saw yep. Jupiter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he thought... Oh, what am I going to call that? Yeah, he saw the big red spot. Big red spot. Did he think of calling it And then he had spotty? a big red spot yeah. that he then had, oh. that he needed to squeeze. Oh, I see. So, because um, who doesn't love squeezing so, sorry. a spot? He looked up at the sky. Yeah. He saw Jupiter with the big, big red, red spot. spot. He thought, oh, that reminds thought, me. That I've reminds got a me. I've got boil this boil on my face. Yeah. I've got this boil to to, to squeeze because okay, everyone needs a hobby. Right. And um, as he squeezed it, it was actually quite painful. It was a painful squeeze. Yeah. It wasn't as ready to go as he thought. Uh-huh. Um, and so when he... When he squeezed that it, he went, happen. Jupiter! <laughs> and there, um, that just kind of came out an, of him like as Eureka. A, as, a painful, Jupiter! as a painful exclamation. Mm. And he went, oh, hang on, that's got a bit of a ring to it. Mm, mm, mm. And someone said, no, wait, wait, that was Saturn. Saturn. You did that last week. <laughs> yeah. um, and so he called Why, Jupiter, Jupiter. Because it was kind of came out of him as a kind of accidental swear that he invented. Exactly. Why do you call Saturn, Saturn then? Because it had a ring to it. Oh, okay. And because Saturn means planet that's got a ring to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. In Welsh. Yeah. Right, so. yeah. Why do you call um, Venus, Venus? Uh, he called Venus Venus because. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you know that that one's lost to the mists of oh, no, uh, history? Convenient. And why did he call your Earth question? <laughs> this one's from Rex. Hello, Rex. Hello, Rex. A proper lad's name. Age eight. He says, "When was maths invented?" 
Ah. Ah. Now, if you want to know which year maths was invented, think of a number, any number, between 1 and 10. Yep. Right, got that? Yeah. Now, multiply that number by 20. Okay. Okay. Done it. Add 16. Yes. Okay. Minus 4. Okay. Uh, multiply it by 3. Uh, yeah. Hang on. Uh, yep. Divide by the number of legs you have got. Okay, got it. So yep. That could be anything from 2 to 9. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, add on the number of Saturdays in a year where you eat a Mars bar. Uh, what, yeah, I normally have two. Yeah, well, add on two then. Do, okay, cool. Right. And Mar- I mean, Mars bars are uh, uh, Saturday. Sorry? Am I just counting ca- ca- the Saturdays or the Mars bars? Oh, God, Carrie. I've forgotten the number now. If you, no, no, I won't have it. Get, okay, right. If, right, you, if yeah. you have any Mars bars on a Saturday, that counts. And if you don't have a Mars bar on a Saturday, no count. So I'm counting the Saturdays, not the Mars bars. Exactly. Okay, cool. Exactly. Right, Carry add on those, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then m- minus, minus 2.6. Yep. Add 2.6. Oh, hang on. Um, uh, yeah, fine. Yeah. Minus 2.6. Oh, come on. Um, Got it? Yep. Yeah, then add 1.3. Uh, oh, easy. And yep, then add 1.3 again. Oh, come on. Yep. Okay. Uh, multiply it by one. Oh, man alive. Um, sure. And probably. your answer is? Wales. Maths was invented in Wales. Question five. Do either of you uh, know Welsh Paul? Welsh Paul? Mm. Uh, I I, I know. I I, I do know a Paul, but he's not... No, he's he's a grave digger, you wouldn't. Oh. Oh, Okay. This one's from Adam N. He's 12 years old. Hello, Adam N. Hello, Adam N. And he says, who invented soap? Great question, Adam. Great question. I think we're back to stinkers, aren't we? Yeah, I think we are, actually. I think we probably are. Isn't it amazing how things come in twos like that? The 12th century. The 12th century was the place to be, wasn't it? What a time. What a time to be alive. What a time. If you could choose to live in any time period, would it be the 12th century? Oh, 12th century. No question. Yeah, mine mine too. Completely. Yeah, Yeah. I'd just be hanging around enormous monks and doing poos on my face. I'd be brilliant. And then then I might wash it off. Oh, but you wouldn't have at the start of the 12th not century. because No, because soap had not yet been inventive. Exactly. And it wasn't until the middle of the 12th century in the year 1326. Yes. That brings us to our old friend, Stinkus. Stinkus. So t- Sam, tell us what happened, Carrie. Well, Stinkus, of course, have been, have been long dead ah. um, uh, well, by 1326 in the, in the, in the later part of the 12th yeah. century. Um, so uh, has this got anything to do with the ghost of Stinkus or Stinkus's legacy? It's mainly Stinkus's legacy. Oh, I see, right. But there are rumours uh. about his ghost. Yeah. Um, because people, ghosts, as you know, yes. happen yes. when people have unfinished business. That's right. And Stinkers had a lot Stinkers of unfinished business. loads of unfinished business. M- most of it on his own face. Most of it on his face, yeah. Which required, yeah. because uh, also when you're a ghost, yep. Yep. you um, see deeper into the universe. Oh, do you? Do you? Yeah. You, yeah. To, you, to are, you Some truths are revealed to you. Really? And it was revealed to Stinkers. Where, where do you get your information from in this regard? Books. Oh, sorry. And, you know... Fact sheets. Fact sheets. Mainly. Did you say fat sheets or no, fact sheets? No, fact Sorry. What is a fat sheets. sheet? Then? It's a sheet with facts on it. Okay. No, fa- what is a fat sheet? That's a sheet with fat on it. Okay, just just clarifying. Clarified fat? 
Am I the only person here who's been educated? No, no, you know full well that I, I have. I thought you had. Well, of course I have. I've I just hadn't like... heard of fat sheets before. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard of everything. I've heard of almost everything. The only thing I hadn't heard of is fat sheets, but now I have. Okay, then you're... I've I've finished my business of learning. Now let's carry on with the educator. Our work is pretty much complete then. But you get your information on the ghosts getting closer into the universe through the fat sheets. Yeah, and and, um, more information is revealed to them. And what was revealed to Stinkus was that if you screwed up a fat sheet and wiped it on the uh, poo on your face, Mm -hmm. it would come off. Mm. Um, and thus was soap invented. That's amazing. And it's actually, it came from the fat sheet, which of course is a so, sheet. So Stinkers, let me get the this straight. When he was alive, Stinkers was one of the smellier individuals we've come across, yeah? Yeah. Um, quite and who a, better? Well, well, no, I'm saying, but quite the public invent, disgrace. Yeah, But true. after he died, it was revealed to him that if you get a fat sheet, you Screw can use it, it to clean up poo and other things you from your face. You can clean poo off your face. And other parts of your and body. And he was a whole new man. It was just a little bit too late. It was a bit too late for him, but it was his gift to the world. That's was, why they call exactly. it Stinkus's legacy. Exactly. And why do they call Stinkus's leg Stinkus's leg? Uh, that's lost to the mists of history. Oh, okay, interesting. And mm. that's that's going to be a convenient get-out for you from now on, isn't it? And, isn't um, it? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but also... Um, there's one other question I've heard. Yeah, have you heard of like you know Dove soap? You can buy that Dove soap. I'm, I'm aware it, of its work. And it's a brand called Dove, yeah. Yeah. Is it made of doves? Uh, it's made when uh, when doves uh, sprinkle their fat on a sheet. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Isn't it? And yet, sadly true. And yet, completely true. Well, thank you so much. I think that's all of our five questions. Well done, kids. Thanks, question mark. Thanks, question mark. Almost. Can I go? Can I go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go no, and uh, um, wicked. I'm off to the graveyard! Yeah! Well, there you go. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I've been Dr. Yinkletax, Knickknacks, Fimplestacks, Whack Wax, Head Weirdo at the University of Dimension X. And I've been Professor Grunt, Chief of Oinks at the Royal College of Swine. And you've been listening to... Ask, Ask the, the Clever Grown Ups! Ask the Nincompoops is a future ghost production, so shut up if you think it isn't, because it jolly well is. Bye! <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.